Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 10 team list. Once again, they don't disappoint. And plenty of changes across the board. You really need to make sure you stick through this one because it's going to make lots of changes in your side and you know, what exactly you think of certain players, especially sometimes there's uh, positions being changed by certain guys and it's really, really important for your team there. And the Dogs and the Raiders kick things off and we still don't see Oluwapu in the starting side. Josh Reynolds keep that, keeps that six roll and I don't really think you can pick Oluwapu at this point given he's a bench guy because there's every chance he can come out and get you a seven or an eight, which uh, would be very, very tough. Braden Burns came out a high-grade high MCL sprain there, so he's going to be out for a good while. And for him to play that game and score so well, absolutely incredible. But we do see Jacob Karaz come back. Won't be an option, but definitely someone to have a look at, given he got a very low score and he has a very high break-even. If he happens to see a couple of low scores, then he'd be a sneaky one in round 14, potentially there for sure. What you do with Alamotti at the moment is completely up to you. I understand selling and I understand holding as well. Jacob Preston, very much the same boat, and we will get into that in much more detail with Scoopy in tomorrow's video there. But Tavita Pangai, up to you again on that one if you want to sell completely for it, if you want to hold and give him another chance. You can loop him in this one, guys. So he plays the first one of the round. You can have him in EMG5 and see what happens with his score. And if he goes well, then uh, you can you know, chuck a, a non-playing guy, whether it's Lockie Miller or something, in four and take his score. Um, but yeah, that's probably the, the best part of it, uh, apart that you, know, you don't have to clearly play him, but that's not really good for a guy that's, you know, in the, in the five hundreds and you're wanting to play and, and score really well week in, week out. So that's that in this one. You see Franklin Pele come back, uh, the interchange, an interesting one, Sam Hughes, Ockenbohr, Pele, uh, just down on troops, Max King returns, which is, you know, very much a welcome addition, but the rest of these guys need to play big minutes and do it well. Ram for Talamarana is a sneaky, interesting one as well, given he's super cheap and had played big minutes on the weekend. I think I think he'll be able to play big minutes again, probably a little bit less than what he did in that uh, round nine clash, but still, I think he's definitely got some money to be made now that he's uh, getting a bigger role, and he deserves it because he's a good player. On the Raiders side, Xavier Savage comes in on the wing, and he's someone to have a look at over the next, you know, probably this week, and, you know, potentially if he scores low, we can get a little bit of a drop on him, and he potentially moves to that fullback position. He's been playing on the wing in the in the New South Wales Cup side. So just be aware that he you know, may stay here for a while too. So that's that. 
Tomoko keeps doing well, guys, so have a look at him for sure. Uh, Joe Tappany, if you own him, I can understand why you'd be frustrated and why you look to sell, uh, especially when you've got Horsburgh, who's you know, getting 70 minutes at the moment. And it doesn't look like anything will change with the interchange that they've showed there. You've got Matty Otter there, who probably plays lower minutes as well as Salo there. And then you've got Gula and Starling. So the normal kind of splits for those guys. Surely Taps plays a few extra minutes in this one. It won't happen, but surely. Anyway, uh, Horsburgh is still a great buyer, guys, and we'll speak about him in further detail tomorrow as well with Corey Harrow and I moving to the reserves. So that's the first one there. Eagles and the Broncos to kick off the next game. Just remember, you have the games on Friday night, which is this is one of them, and then uh, three on Sunday, three Sunday, just for your rolling lockout and, and making sure you know exactly where you're at in your team selection. So, Eagles, we got Trebojevic back. We have Teletau Kola back. We also have Brad Parker, which is you know, good news for all them. They're getting a few troops back. And Ruby Garrett goes back to the wing. So the center ex experiment only was a one-week thing, apparently. So, yeah, Garrick becomes much more of a better option now that he's back in, on the wing. And the team looks like it will do better. Sean Kepi comes in. Jake Trebojevic is out with a calf complaint, which is not ideal for them, uh, given he's very, very much a glue of this side. Kepi, if you still hold him, Likely that most people don't. He will get a few extra minutes in this one. And Aaron Woodsy, Sharon, just gets his spot on the interchange, which is always great news for any ball club. For the Broncos, we got Walshy up top. Very, very interesting in what you do with him as well. I, do you think he plays Origin now? Like, you know, Ponga's only got, he's got a few more chances to, to show his worth and get in that squad. Do you pick him just on merit and how he's been playing in Origin? Or do you base it off form this year? Because if it's form this year, it's clearly Walshy, especially with AJ Brimson out. So, I still think Walshy will be a hold, and, and this could be a game where the Broncos play a bit better with Hass back, with Man back, and, and that could be a good sign for you to, to hold on, even though he does have a high break even and hasn't scored well the last couple of weeks. So he definitely has more upside than the likes of Hammer. So I'd say Hammer would be a sell more than Walsh's, if that helps you out. Now, Reynolds is doing really well, so holding steady with him. If you hold on to Payne Haas, uh, obviously this week I wish I had him, but he's going to be one to score really well in this one and, and could be a potential captaincy option if you aren't sitting there with Hines and you're still worried about Cleary kicking, uh, not kicking goals. So that's that in that game. Moving to Warriors and the Panthers. And on that side of the ball, Chance has been named, which is absolutely great news for anyone who decided to hold on and, and needs a wing fullback this week, especially with Lockie Miller out. So that's great news for him. Dylan Walker still keeps his spot. But again, none of these guys in the outside backs are of any worth to us squads right now. Johnson's a clear hold, guys. You've got Tohu Harris being named again in the 13, which is great news for them and bad news if you selected Josh Curran. Still means, guys, there's every chance that Tohu doesn't play this one, but if you did hold grab Curran this week, you're hoping that Tohu doesn't, get, uh, doesn't end up playing. Jackson Ford, a clear hold, guys, a dual position guy. Not super expensive yet, still making money. He will do a job for your side still. And yeah, the prospects of Tomale and also Bunti Afoa, it doesn't help them too much. And Adam Fenua Blake, if you're looking at him, if Tohu comes back, I think Adam Fenua Blake's minutes drop. So keep some, keep that in your mind as to if you're making that decision or not. In the Panthers side, we have Cleary still named. Everything is as normal, except for Fisher Harris coming back. So still no Spencer Lanu with uh, with, his, with his injury. It sounds like he wasn't you know, he wasn't going to play last week. And same with this one here, Hosking and Sorensen still remains the same. And in the reserves, you just see Luke Garner there as well. So just normal. Things are oh, Spence Lane being named in the reserves as well, but that's not going to affect anyone of uh, of note for us. So that's that. Isaiah Yo, guys, still get three weeks of, of greatness out of him. So if you are looking at him, I'm never going to shy uh, push you away from him. Hosking up to you. He's going to be like a 48 to 52 type of scorer for the year. 
uh, unless he's getting uh, the odd try or something like that. So you know, he's had a, a bit, of, a little bit of a lean run of recent time, but good to see he played 80 this week and Sorensen was the one to get a rest instead of Hosking. So I think that can continue, but obviously we don't know exactly what's going through coach's head each and every week. Sharkies and Dolphins, the quest to get the great Nicholas Hines into our squads. And yeah, it's going to be a fun one to try and do it, uh, but I will be trying to make sure it happens, that's for sure. But uh, in this team, we do see Dalphin who can come back into the 13 role, which is a little bit annoying for my, my Sir Cam McInnes. To be honest, if he got 48 minutes last week, McInnes, I don't think much changes here. You got Kafusi and Royce Hunt in the forward rotation. I think realistically, McInnes probably comes on in that first rotation for Kafusi and or Hunt. I'd say Jack Williams probably likely to be first or when Hunt comes on, uh, comes off, sorry, Finucane goes to eight and McInnes goes to 13. So I doubt it really changes his minutes too much. Like he was getting about that 45 when Finucane and Toby Real for there anyway. So I don't really see much changing for him. And that was kind of the thing. His minutes kind of only went up a tiny bit anyway. So Myself with McInnes, potentially a sell this week just because he's one of those guys that I don't think has the ceiling of a Preston or something like that. He's a little bit of a, an awkward price and I could probably go down to another guy later in the team list that we're going to speak about to be able to get up to Hines. I think that could be the play this week, but we will uh, we'll decide on that a little bit further down the line. So that's the that's the team there for the Sharkies. They they obviously lose Braden uh, Hamlin-Nuele, which is a... Tough one for them. Teague Wilden, if you hold on to him, that's great news as well. For the Dolphins, it's a very, very interesting one. We see Anthony Milford on the bench, and that means that, I don't know what that means, to be honest with you. Cody Nikarima and Isaiah Katoa in the six and seven. Maybe Nikarima plays a little bit through the middle. That could be something there. And they leave Katoa on there because uh, Nikarima was the one that was to uh, to come in because of, of Milford when he went down. So, yeah, it's a very interesting one how this is going to play out. Maybe there's a switch last minute, but if you are a Nikarima owner, if you're an Isaiah Katoa owner, then you really want them to be uh, both playing that full 80 minutes. But it's hard to tell. It's going to be hard to play Nikarima first. I think it's going to be the hardest. And Isaiah, Isaiah Katoa second will be the you know, second hardest set to play out of that grouping. And up to you completely on what you do with the Hammer guys. Uh, as I said, he's had a, a bit of a low run. And up against the Sharks, I find it hard to play any of these Dolphins guys apart from the Jeremy Marshall Kings and also you know, Lemuelu and you know, Tommy Gilbert. You'd expect with that interchange that he plays bigger minutes again, which is good news for anyone who does own him across both fantasy and Supercoach there. And there was talk of uh, Valencia Tafare, who was going to play this week potentially, and it's the exact same team name. So I don't know what's going to happen there. Maybe he he gets a spot on the bench instead of you know, Milford or something like that. I'm not sure, but that's where it's at at the moment. And still no signs of Marky Nichols, who got injured last week in that one. So as that game there, Storm and the Rabbitohs is next. And it's going to be a really fun one. Welcome back to the Storm after their bye. It's weird when a team goes off for a bye, isn't it? I feel anyway. Nelson Asofa Solomona is going to be a very interesting selection this week. He's been score he's been playing and scoring incredibly well. Gets named straight in the start this week, and I think that's a great choice for their squad. Nick Manny continues to score well. If you own Warbreak, hold or sell is completely fine in that one. Trent Lioro if and, and Eli Katoa both being named. Trent obviously uh, is going to be making money, which is good. Ellie, if you did hold on to him, I think he's a hold or a sell as well. If you hold this far, it's probably continuing and hold if you didn't trade him out last week there. But yeah, that's where we're at. With the Storm guys, not too much else to say. For the Bunnies, the biggest news for us is to be at Tola in the starting side. And that's good news, obviously. And what we're looking at with him is hopefully just getting through another game. He's played two one-off games, one in six and one in nine, I believe. So 
uh, to go along with a game in round one and then one in round three. So just have a wild start to the year. For me personally, with the high break even, I'm going to wait until next week and I could potentially straight swap him, Isaiah Katoa to Tavita Totola, and I think that would be a great... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Great swap with the Dolphins guys having their, their rest in round 11 and Tavita getting two cracks at this team. And if we get to 40 or something like that, it's great news because that's exactly the scoring that we're going to want in our side and another guy that's going to be playing in 13 when Murray is away and the like there. So Hame Sele in the starting side, good news as well. Potentially Arrow starts ahead of him. I'm not exactly sure how this is going to play out. Cheekam host in those positions. It's an interesting bench with... David Moale out, so not good for anyone that owns him. But Jed Carwright, Arrow, Knight, and Burgess. Some minutes to go around. Liam Knight returns. I, I doubt he gets anything more than like 30 minutes in his return. So I think is probably going to get around that 50 mark in terms of minutes and probably a 40 to start And then as he works into the season. Let's just hope that he gets, to, gets through this one for sure. Let's go Tigers and the Dragons. And Dream Buller is someone that is high on my hit list this week. I will be grabbing him as a cash down, and I think I'll be starting him in my team there. With the Dragons squad being absolutely blown up, I think this is a good opportunity for Tigers to get their second win of the season. Second win in, what, nine months. So good news uh, for Tigers fans as they're coming up against the Dragons side. Yes, they're, they're a big shake-up, but that means things are changing. And you know, change can be good, but can also uh, spell some panic, which I think it has, to be fair. And uh, Griffin trying to keep his job, that's for sure. For the Tigers then, Tommy Talao back in the centers. So obviously the only chance that he's going to be able to get a good score and to go up in price, which is great. And you know, potentially he's a, a last minute like cover guy if I ever need something in the centers and the wing fullback, either this week with Miller being down or next week with uh, Connolly Lemuelu being out. So very, very important news for that. So Tommy comes in for that one stuff and uh, keeps his spot in that back line, which is good news for um, anyone who's looking at him because he's scored, been scoring really well. On the uh, on the forward side, really not too much uh, of note there. Asu Kupawa in the 17, so potentially comes in for Tommy Talao if they're trying to do that split in minutes there or he takes a, a few minutes off at Papali'i or something like that uh, in that one. So, yeah, interesting, interesting game. Sean Bloor still can't make that squad, so I think you need to trade him on now. He's, uh, he's done time and... Unfortunately, it doesn't look like he's going to be back anytime soon unless there'll be an injury, which you know, usually when you trade someone out, that's what happens for sure. On the Dragon side, Sloan, up to you if you want to trade or hold. I understand this game. Hopefully, it's a nice sunny day in Brisbane and he can have a bit of a day out, Sloan, and, and it's likely that he does get a 40 or 50 after that pretty poor showing on the weekend. He'll he'll feel that his spot is not safe as well and, and should be able to come out and do pretty well. And in terms of centers, they've dropped Zach Lomax and Max Fainai comes into that center position off the wing, Ravalawa returns. And, and he's been a, a really important one for them. Plenty of go forward, good at scoring tries. So he's a welcome addition. In the forwards, the interesting one here, Jack DeBellin moves to eight. 
in the prop position. And Jack Bird goes to 13. I'm so happy about the Jack Bird one. He's such a better lock than I think he is an edge. Yes, so, you know, if he moves from lock to edge at some point, then that's great. Jaden Sewer does return, which is big news. And they actually play Billy Burns on the other edge. So instead of Murdoch Masilla, Burns gets that spot. So absolutely wild how, how many changes they are making at the moment. And the Jack DeBellin at eight, I really don't think things change for him and the way he plays. He made a lot of run meters last week, 190 or 180. I'm pretty close to that. I can't remember exactly. But go forward was there for DeBellin. He had an offload. He had a little bit of ball play, which he won't have to do as much. But Jack Bird, yes, he can ball play, but he likes to run as well. And him on that edge last week just wasn't able to get the tackles that we need from him and also the running meters. So I think it's a good move for them. DeBellin did have a little bit of ball play, but he's more of a just a go forward type of player. So I... I still think there's a high chance he does play really big minutes. Maybe it's 65 or 70. Um, but then that means that, you know, probably not going to play. Is, is Sewer going to play big minutes straight up? Is Burns going to be an 80 minute guy? Or is he going to be a 50 and, and Murdoch Masilla comes on for 25 or so? And if that's the case, when you've got Jaden Sullivan coming in, he's going to be the one to replace Moses Zembai. Now he leaves Michael Molo and Josh Kerr as those middle forward rotation guys. And that means that, you know, Bird maybe doesn't play the full 80. Obviously, Laurie won't, and DeBellin maybe is a 65-70. And I think in that position, he's still going to hit you about that 50 mark if he plays 65-70. It does scare you a little bit, obviously, that they might be changing things a little bit. But I think DeBellin's been a shining light for them in that last few games and has been very helpful. So that's that. Toby Couchman moves to 18 along with Jaden Hunt. So if you have Couchman, the experiment's failed. Unfortunately, you can trade him out. You can hold him as a looper. Up to you this week, but yeah, not all. Roosters v Cowboys, some... Good news on the injury front. It sounds like Smithy has been named. Look, I'm not exactly sure if he's going to, you know, how this is going to play out. Turpin's in the 14 role, and that means that he could come straight into the starting role there for Smithy if he is, uh, you know, we do need to find further news from him, and I think we will over the next few days. But him being named is right in line with what Roosters are saying. It was just a precautionary, um, and he'll be back at training early in the week. That was the call, I think, today. They said he was going to be back at training, so... Good news. Do you try and play him this week? Uh, do you try and loop someone? And then if they uh, they don't do well, you can play Smith. I think that's probably the way that I'll be going about it. Uh, I was looking at trading him out. And now that he's been named, look, that means that I still continue keeping my hooker cover and he'll be able to cover those uh, sort of that mid and that hooking position, which is going to be a tough one for us going forward. I think the, the hooking position has been ridiculous overall and uh, the mids one's going to be very helpful through that buy period. So I think we'll be clearly holding Smithy now, and I'll find another way to get Hines, whether that's Alamotti down, uh, McInnes as well. These type of guys, there's a guy on the other team list here that I'm very interested in, but the interchange is still super strong. And yeah, to be fair, Smithy played 55 minutes last week anyway, and if he's actually well in a, a drier footy game, I think that Smithy still be able to score decently in this one. The Butcher Brothers killed it. I still think you can't trade them in. But yeah, that's that in that one. Thankfully, Joey Manu stays at six. Drew Hutchison keeps the center jersey, which is what we thought. He's just that Mr. Fix-It, Mitch Orbison type. Um, and then just lastly, the Ben Murdoch-Masilla train continues. Hopefully he's got a little bit more cash to, to to cash in for us to build. And then we can, I can't wait to cash him in and just go, oh, all that cash. Thank you, Ben. You're the best cash cow in the land. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. I think on the Roosters side, oh wait, that was a, uh, a Dragons play I'm talking about. Anywho, I'm talking shit now. Let's go to the uh, Cowboys side. Scott Drinkwater, obviously a solid option this week. We've been speaking about him for a couple now, 515K or whatever he is. Definitely a solid one up against the Roosters. Ugh, surely they play better uh, at, uh, you know, 
in Brisbane there at Suncorp. Surely, uh, that's uh, that's all I've got to say. The person I'm interested in, though, is the great Hylam Lukey. He's, every time he's come in, he's scored really well. And now that he's starting, it's great news. I doubt that they could play anyone else for, like, I doubt they can play Lukey any less than 65 minutes in this team. You've got Dostoevsky there, obviously been playing 80. Cotter, hopefully he does get to some decent minutes again. You know, McLean and Hess will switch with, obviously, Granville. And to Noah Brown, then you've got Dunn and uh, Finnefeke. I'm going to get someone to teach me that one. I haven't tried that one. I haven't practiced that one yet, but it's a good name. Uh, let me know in the comments how to how to say that one. I'll practice a little bit as well. But yeah, Robbo, a solo one, obviously, to pick up. If you own him, just keep hold of him. He was the best guy for the origin buy period. And yeah, Harlem, cheap, low break even. All we're hoping for is there's no re-injury because that's the biggest risk at this point for Harlem. He's going to score well enough. I think he's a great player. Obviously, the stop-start thing isn't great, just like Tavita. But Lukey, very young, and you know, body hasn't been through as much as, as other guys like Tavita. And I think Lukey's the play first, and then Totola next week. So that's my general thoughts. It's probably the way I'm going to go. McInnes down to Lukey, and then Alamotti to Buller, and then Murray will go to, to Heinze and leave me a bit of cash in the bank for next week. That's probably my general thoughts at the moment. So that's that one there. And the Titans and the Eels, 6.25 to finish off the round. Jaden Campbell has been named. We need to find out more on Brimson and what's happening with his injury before we make uh, any decisions on Campbell. But he's going to be a great wing fullback option if you get the chance. Obviously against the Eels, who came out came out with a banger of a game last week. You know, not the best game to pick up someone like Campbell. And if we're not sure how many weeks we're going to get out of him, it's a little bit stressful. Obviously when he didn't score well the week before off the interchange and, and his break even is not super low. So that's that there. For feeder, for head-to-head players, a clear option. For overall guys, he's still a great option, but he's uh, obviously going to miss some games over that period, 13, 16, 19, just like all the other guns. So if you want him in, you think you can get 70 every week, then yeah, great, awesome. And on the eel side, obviously the other big changes for the week. Hopgood is in the starting side, good news. Madison on the bench, yeah, about normal. Cartwright on the bench as well. Andrew Davey gets to start. So we'll see if that changes last minute. It probably does. Hopgood, still a great option. I think you can wait a week if you want. Obviously, the break-even's a bit lower. But you just see how he comes out and plays because in those lower-minute games, he still didn't sc- he didn't play and score that great. Last week was just a wild one. He's just an absolute animal. You know, they, left, they let him run like 15, 20 metres before touching the defence sometimes. So it was a weird one. And uh, I personally yeah, would like to bring him in, but if I want to get the great... Nico Hines, and I probably can't do that. So it's going to be very interesting how this plays out. I'll have a muck around if I don't pick up Hines, or if I do. If I don't, then I think Hopgood comes into the side. And if I do, I think he misses out. So he's definitely an option for all of you guys. Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses, also awesome as well in that one. But that's the uh, last one for the uh, for the week, guys. Round 10, Magic Round. It's going to be a lot of fun. I wish you all the best with your trades this week. And obviously, if you want to get your teams analyzed by me, get into the Discord team analysis there. And if you want to ask any questions, do that as well. Not getting as many, so I've been kind of making up one or two each week that I think yeah, that I'm getting in the YouTube comments. But yeah, again, the Discord, that's where I answer all your questions on the channel. And I will be doing my big personal buy planning picks. So the guys I want in my squad or the guys I think would be a great pick for you if it fits your squad uh, later in the week as well. Probably that'll be either a Wednesday or a Thursday video, depending when we uh, go through that big one with Scoop. So good luck again, guys, and we'll see you in the next one. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.